This is Andre Gadala, and you are listening to The Morning Roast with Bonte and The Butcher on 95.7 The Game. What up, Andre? This segment is sponsored by Go to State Lumber, serving the Bay Area for three generations. We need to succeed, we succeed. Visit GoToStateLumber.com. We got Spadoni, we got Loveman, we got Shasky. The whole band's back as we start the new year. It's been a lot of fun so far. Our first two days back here on a morning roast. We got a lot to talk about. The 49ers going to rest a lot of guys this Sunday. No Brock. It's going to be Carson Wentz versus Sam Darnold. Carson Wentz versus Sam Darnold. Seen ghosts. Which flame out do you want oh, on your team? Gosh, what if, what if Darnold balls out? What if he balls out? Great. Oh, <laughs> not everybody will be saying that. I, I believe not everybody. Make, I believe he can make two or three hundred thousand if he takes more than twenty five percent of the snaps in any game and they win. Wow. So it's a big game for him. Dude. It's a big game financially. financially. Financially, a huge game for Sam Darnold. But we're rolling on Draymond Green. Eight 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 nine five seven nine five seven zero. The question is simple: Do you want to back on this roster? Do you want to back on this roster? And before the break, we're we're you know talking, and we got some other sound here. And you're like, you know, you said this three years ago. We were about to have Nick Friedle on. Kate okay. Scott was on the roast back then. Shout out to Kate Scott. Kate, get your Cry Eagles Cry shirt. It's okay. We got your back out here at the 415. Don't be nervous out there to 215. Hey, hey, careful. If you cut too deep, she'll bleed red and gold. <laughs> Just be careful. <laughs> Is that the Draper laugh? Give me the, give me the Draper laugh. I need to hear Draper. <laughs> Dude, that guy is 100% a villain. 100% a villain. He's, he's unbelievable. Batman, I'm going to leave you here under this scalding hot oil, he's... and I'm sure you're going to die. That dude, he called me to check on me after the Kings with the Warriors. I'm like, Drapes, I'm fine. We're, we're, we're all good. Yeah. We're all good. Um, but three years ago when Kate was on his show, we had Nick Fredell on. And before we had Nick Fredell on, you're you're like, you know, Draymond Green, you know, it's like Death Row Records, man. And I was like, Shasky, Death Row broke up. Yeah. Death Row ended. Death Row died. Very ugly. Very ugly. He And you go, come on. You know the Draymond Green situation is going to end ugly. And that was three years ago. I, I, I've been knowing that forever. But I think everybody kind of knew, but we didn't know if it was going to so, look like this. Because, this conversation is hurting my soul. No, it is hurting my soul, too. Because, I miss that man. <laughs> to be, no, it, it, we should maybe get him on. Um, it hurts my soul, too, because last year was the moment. You just said, what is that moment where you're like, boy, we got to move out, Jeremiah yeah. You just said, and I felt like the moment was last training camp. I, I agree. Hell, I felt like the moment was when he sat down with Kevin Durant and said, Bob and Steve screwed up the situation. And then we put together three team deals, and we have people ready to drive Draymond Green to the airport. We've had those moments so many times in the last three years. You know, it's funny to me because I've tried to be – it's not funny, actually. It's kind of sad. It is sad. It's sad. But my point being is that I, I've tried to explain to you and the audience that, like, I'm a very flawed human being, and I, I freely admit I think we're those all things. Flawed. But the thing that, that, that I find the most troubling about Draymond is he has zero shame. When it comes to his own shenanigans. And to me, that is a, a form of delusion and a lack of self-reflection. And I will go a little deeper on, on like myself, okay? I have struggled with anger management my whole life. It is, it is it, it's, it's, it's been a big struggle. And there was a point in my life, Bonte, where I knew no matter where I was employed, no matter who I was with, whether it be a friend, a relationship, whatever, a school I was at, it was going to end ugly. 
because I was in such a toxic place in my life and I had so little self-reflection and so little shame that I didn't care about the ramifications of my actions and I didn't care how it ended. I didn't care. I just moved on to the mm -hmm. next thing, right? And I get the same sense from Draymond Green. And the part that's the most troubling to me is that there are a ton of people that think, ah, it'll be different this time. It'll be different this time. And his actions have continued to tell you it's never going to be different. Does anybody think it's going to be different with Draymond? Because I, I meet people all the time at the gatehouse. And they got the free Draymond Green shirts. And they're like, come on, Bonte. It's Draymond Green. That's our guy. That's our guy. That's our guy. And I struggled with anger management very early. And I, that's when I started going to therapy. And I learned, like, you know what? My grandma used to always say, the late, great Lorraine Williams Hindle, you can't win them all. But I said, she's right. I, I, did not, I did not handle losses very well. Whether it was Monopoly, Connect Four, pick up basketball, I hated losing. Yeah. It bothered me to the core. So we all deal with some sort of anger management. We all deal with some sort of depression at times. We all we're all flawed human beings. And Draymond Green's no different. We get it. And part of the reason why we loved him was because he had that edge. And he was our enforcer. And he wouldn't allow anybody to punk Steph or punk Clay. But at some point you do have to evolve. And I remember we had a conversation a couple years ago. I was like, Dray Shasky, that's what makes Draymond Draymond. But then you went off the deep end <laughs> and you slugged the teammate. And you slugged the teammate and it hasn't been the same since. This team, this culture. And when we talk about culture, mm -hmm. what makes a culture? What makes a winning culture? Well, first of all, you got to win. Yeah. Right? But what makes the Niners culture right now so good? They got high character guys who are about the team. Yeah, they're not about individuals. Now they all have their little separate podcast or whatnot, and they're doing. And Drake thing. Greenlaw does wild stuff from time he to time. He does wild stuff. We're gonna have a wild boy. I don't want all choir boys. Yeah, I agree. I want a roughneck on my yeah. roster. You it know is what I'm pro saying? sports. We're not right. acting like you're part of the right. church. But but the culture. Everybody said the Warriors culture, the culture, the culture. The culture was definitely fractured last season. Undeniable. And it hasn't been changed. Like I was excited about this season. And I was like, all right, man, I'm, Draymond Green's got his four-year deal. we got to ride with it. And then early in the season, you get what you get. You get what you get. I mean, the, the, the crazy thing is, like, the Nurkic one was so unnecessary. I mean, B, it was so unnecessary. Come on. It, it was – he said you were selling the foul. You were selling the foul? At least the I Gobert – like, at least the Gobert one. Like, all right, Clay was getting into it. He gave you an excuse. Like, I could kind of – Maybe get talked into the Gobert thing. I mean, you dragged him I, I, twelve I feet. I can't get talked. Into no, that. but I'm saying like I, I, will, I can't get talked to. I know it's nonsensical, but I, 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 okay, I, I'll meet you a little bit. The, the, the Nurkic one was just come on. Man. I, I can't even meet you in the middle on Gobert. You can't. I can't because I was like, oh, he saw an opportunity, he took it, and it was funny. I, I was on the. I, I mean, they're tantrums. These are tan. I would classify these as tantrums. It was so random that day. About one thirty in the morning, or one thirty in the afternoon of that game, I was on the phone, and just flippantly, I was just like, you know, watch Draymond Green tonight. No Steph, <laughs> Draymond. I swear to God, I swear to God, oh my, uh, I swear that's to God, sad that, that day, you have to say that. And yeah, and I was like, you know, watch Draymond Green tonight. There's some times when Draymond, Steph is not playing. He's on that edge. He's on that edge, and he goes over that edge. What happened in the first few minutes of the game? And you had him for nine seconds. And then when you come back, this is the worst part. Nobody even talks about this one. The Nurkic thing is a Nurkic thing, and he, he's popped now, and he, we haven't seen him since December 12th. But when he did come back from the five-game suspension, mm -hmm. Sacramento game, he made it one half. Oh, 
That's right. And in the third quarter, That's right. he's chirping at Gucci Man, James Williams, and I think it's Curtis Blair, the other guy from Chicago. It's sad that I know these referees. And he's chirping at both of them. And Kenny Carroll, I had a conversation with Kenny that night. And Kenny goes, dude, I'm sitting there courtside, and he's ripping these referees for two minutes straight. Just nonstop verbalizing, just undressing these dudes. Finally gets teed up, and he's mad about a carrying yes. call. And then he gets teed up. And he fouls Malik Monk at half court. I know. And Kerr has to take him out the game. And Kenny's telling me Kenny Carraway, ESPN 1320, he's like, yo, Steve Kerr was talking to him. Three possessions went by. They go up and down, up and down, up and down. And he's still talking to Draymond trying to calm him down. That was his first game back for the five-game suspension. What was the Cleveland game when they played at home against Cleveland? Oh, yeah, that was just, they played Cleveland twice. That was two days, two games before the Rudy Gobert incident. Okay. I was at that game, and I had the best seats I've ever had, the Odyssey. Thank yeah. you, Odyssey. Uh, and Bonte. It was the same thing. He was cruising for a bruising to get thrown out of that game and wanted to just jar it up with everyone. Yep. And you could watch. When you're that close, I'm never that close. Yeah. When you're that close, it's like, damn, Draymond, pipe down. Play basketball. Oh. And here, here's the thing. <laughs> just play basketball. Just play basketball. I, I don't know. Like, I, I get it. The extra stuff. I know. It's what makes him him. But he had gone above and beyond. Yep. It, it was too much. And not only that, the way he exited that game. The same way he did Sacramento and Memphis. He's like getting the crowd all hyped up. Why are we getting hyped up? You're getting kicked out. Yeah, we I need to against Cleveland. I know. And they're kicking your butt. <laughs> like, what are you doing? Uh, well, he was yelling at Tristan Thompson. Tristan Thompson wasn't even in the game. Right. He was uh, screaming and it, yelling at him. I, I just don't. So I don't know if he's going to change. And so that moment, you say that moment. The culture's fractured right now because of this guy. It is. Our culture's up in the air. Like, And then I think about the young guys. Mm-hmm. How are they supposed to follow him? How are they supposed to follow him as a leader? And he's doing what he's doing. How can you? Seriously, and I love Day Day. I do. I'm pulling for the guy. But damn, it's hard. Like when people say, you know, you got to have compassion for Draymond Green. You got to have compassion for him. And then he comes back and says, well... I've been the same guy I've been for 12 well, years. I'm not changing. You, you remember Polly in, in Goodfellas? Oh, yeah. Here, like At some point, after I've told you 10 times, here's the a little bit amount of money that, that I have, and now I have to turn my back on yep. you. And that's the way I feel with it when it comes to Draymond. Mm-hmm. And I, I've been exhausted. I know Bob Myers alluded to his exhaustion uh, and the team's exhaustion and, and, and how much that can weigh on someone. But, Bonte, at the end of the day, this thing that yeah. they can't win without him, I, I watched the Warriors – let Kevin Durant go, and they won a championship. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. I I watched Kobe separate from Shaq mm-hmm. and win and win a championship. Mm-hmm. I watched the Miami Heat lose LeBron James, and they've gone to two finals in the last ten years. Beat up on the Lakers last. So night. to say that the the Warriors can't win without Draymond Green, well, you're not paying attention to sports. Tyreek Hill got traded from the Chiefs, and they went on and, and won, won it all immediately. And won a championship. So. I love Dre. Dre's a very good player. You could still win without Draymond Green. Now, at what level can you win at? That's a different question. That, but, but to say can that they can at? only exclusively right. win with Draymond Green, right. to me, it, it insults my sports intelligence. Because the same thing we're talking about with the Giants is like, we want to see the youngsters. We want to see the youngsters. We want to see the youngsters. But it's a little different. Draymond Green's such a polarizing figure, and we know he's a trusted agent. We know he's a champion. And you know what? He got benched in game four in the fourth quarter, but he bounced back in game five and game six in a major way. Mm-hmm. In a major way. You don't win game six without Draymond Green. No. He had a huge shot late in that game that would seal that championship. 
But when is enough enough? Here's what Steve Kerr, when he was asked by Willard or Dibbs, on if their relationship with Draymond Green has been fractured. We have so much history. Um, Draymond and I, you know, this is 10 years for us since we've been together. And as far as the organization uh, with, you know, Joe, Lake have been, and Draymond have been together 12 years now. Uh, we, we've been through so much together, ups and downs. And, and we love Draymond and, and it's, a, it's a great relationship. Obviously, what's happened over the last year it has been disappointing. And we are really counting on Draymond, um, you know, to 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 make some strides with this stuff, and and we're uh, we're confident that he will be able.